Miss Nellie's house without knocking. What are they? The expression on Leslie's father's face changed from curious, no one ever visited Miss Nellie, to grim in a heartbeat. And he grabbed his service revolver and his badge. Mrs. Cullinan caught him on the front porch. No, Wes, she said in a strange, fierce voice. No, they're fae, and it's a fae mess they've come to clean up. You let them do what they need to. Leslie, peering around the adults, finally saw what had gotten everyone in a tizzy. The two men were carrying Nellie out of her house. Nellie was struggling, her mouth wide open as if she were screaming, but not a sound came out. Leslie had always thought that Nellie looked as though she should be a model or a movie star, with her sad blue eyes and downturned soft mouth. But she didn't appear so pretty right then. She didn't look frightened. She looked enraged. Her beautiful face was twisted, ugly, and at the same time, breath-stealingly scary in a way that would haunt Leslie's dreams even as an adult. The woman, the one in the airy fairy dress who'd come with the men, exited the house about the same time the men finished stuffing Nellie in the back seat of the car. She locked the door of Nellie's house behind her, and when she was finished, she looked up and saw the three of them watching. After a pause, she strolled across the street and down the sidewalk to them. The woman didn't appear to be walking fast, but she was opening the front gate almost before Leslie realized that she was heading for them. And what do you think you're looking at? She said mildly, in a voice that had Leslie's father thumbing the snap that held his gun in the holster. Mrs. Cullinan stepped forward, her jaw set like it had been the day that she'd faced down a couple of young toughs who decided an old woman was fair game. Justice, she said, with the same soft menace that had sent the boys after easier prey. And don't get uppity with me. I know what you are, and I'm not afraid of you. The strange woman's head lowered aggressively, and her shoulders got tight. Leslie took a step behind her father, but Mrs. Cullinan's retort had drawn the attention of the men by the limousine. Eve, said one of the men mildly, his hand on the open car door. His voice was mellow and rich, as thick with Ireland as Mrs. Cullinan's own, and it carried across the street and down the block as if there were no city sounds to muffle it. Come to the car and keep Gordy company, would you? Even Leslie knew it wasn't a request. The woman stiffened and narrowed her eyes, but she turned and walked away from them. When she had taken his place at the car, the man approached them. You'd be Mrs. Cullinan, he said as soon as he was on their side of the street and close enough for quiet conversation. He had one of those mildly good-looking faces that didn't stand out in a crowd, except for his eyes. No matter how she tried, Leslie could never remember what color his eyes were, only that they were odd and strange and beautiful. You know I am, Mrs. Cullinan said stiffly. We appreciate you calling us on this and I would like to leave you with a reward. He held a business card out to her. A favor, when you need it most. If the children are safe to play in their yards, that is reward enough. She dried her hands on her hips and made no move to take the card from him. 
He smiled and did not put down his hand. I will not leave indebted to you, Mrs. Cullinan. And I know better than to accept a gift from the fairies, she snapped. One time reward, he said, a little thing. I promise that no intentional harm will come to you or yours from this as long as I am alive. Then, in a coaxing voice, he said, Come now, I cannot lie. This is a different age, when your kind and ours must learn to live together. You could have called the police with your suspicions, which were correct. Had you done so, she would not have gone without killing a great many more than the children she has already taken. He sighed and glanced back at the car's darkened windows. It is difficult to change when you are so old, and she was always in the habit of eating.